This is Igris, and uh, we are continuing our Tuba Av theme a little bit. Yesterday, we talked about how the main theme of Chamisha Sarba Av, according to the Rebbe, is that last line of the Gemara that we learned together, that Kola Mesif uh, Yosef, that uh, when the, that this day, the nights start getting longer, the days start getting shorter. And so Tuba Av is kind of a Rosh Hashanah then for uh, diligence and Torah study, mitzvahs, hither mitzvah, tzedakah, keser Torah, Mashiach, all of these things we talked about yesterday, that's definitely the Rebbe's main theme of Hamisha Sabaav. He pushes it as the Iker Inyan Hayim, and uh, that's all there is to say about it. However, <clears throat> a lot of us brought up yesterday that uh, that it, we seemed as though we were missing something. We learned the Gemara of all the things that happened on the 15th of Av. We didn't learn the Gemara and the Mishnah together about the girls dancing in the fields. And the Rebbe does use the girls dancing in the fields for various purposes. Uh, we're going to look at several letters that discuss that today. First among them is a letter from our year, Tavshin Lamed Gimel, which is actually the letter that the Rebbe wrote. Look at the uh, look at the date line on that. The date is the day after Tubav. So that's today. It's the day after Tubav. So this is a letter that is for today, on today, exactly 50 years ago. We're going to learn that. But first, I want to do these Mishnayas and uh, this Mishnah and this Gemara that are the other part of Tubav, which is what the Rebbe is going to be riffing off of today in his various letters. It's probably not respectful to say the Rebbe is riffing off of something. Just came to me. Here is a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah. It's Mishnah 4, 8, Emesachas Tainus. It's on your screen. So far, sounds familiar, right? There was no great Yom Tivs for the Jewish people quite like the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. Shmehen, what happened on those days? They would go out with borrowed white garments. The, girl, the girls, the Jewish girls, here it says the girls of Yerushalayim, would go out with white garments that they'd borrowed. They would borrow the garments that they wouldn't embarrass somebody who didn't have any of their own nice clothes. But they had to toivel everything because you never know what uh, you never know whether an or whether somebody inappropriate touched the uh, touched the garments. They toivelled all the garments. They would go out and they would dance in the vineyards. What exactly would they say? They would say, Bachar, young man, raise your eyes and look. What are you going to pick? Don't choose beauty. Don't look at beauty. Focus on yichos. Focus on family. False is grace is false and beauty is uh, beauty is not. A woman who fears God, that's the person worth praising. Is really Yiras Hashem is the only thing you should be looking for. There's a bunch of other psukim here that we don't necessarily have to read right now, but uh, one that will be important for us is that we quote Shleim Atzener and Bnei Tzian Melech Shleim about the Shit Leimei, and we have Yim Chasun Teza Matan Teira, Yim Simchas Liba Zebin Yim Beis Amikdash Shibanu B'Meheir Vimenu Amen. So we have an idea of Matan Teira, Beis Amikdash. These are things that Rebbe is going to mention in his letter, so I'm pointing them out to you now in the Mishnah. The Gemara is the Siyum of Masechas Tainus, and because Masechas Tainus is a relatively short Masechta, you've probably heard this Siyum before, it just breaks down what the girls were saying into categories, which makes it a lot more entertaining. What exactly happened? So you had to to borrow from somebody who was roughly at your station. So a princess would borrow from the daughter of the Kain Gadol, she would borrow from the Sagan, the assistant Kain Gadol, she would borrow from the daughter of the Meshach Muhammad, and the daughter of the Meshach Muhammad would borrow from a regular Kain. And everybody else would just borrow from each other just so that nobody would be embarrassed. Anyway, the girls come out, call came to Mtvila, they make sure that they toivel all of their garments, and then they go out to dance. Even if they'd been in a chest the entire time, they were very careful, even if they were wrapped up 
to have type of them. Point is, the girls went out and danced in the vineyards. Tana, Mishain Le Isha Nifnilasham, and the Tana says, lest you might have thought, I actually saw some people answer this way <clears throat> the question we asked yesterday. Yesterday, some people asked, uh, isn't this not Snias? And it's on the surface, it's not. Um, some people had wanted to answer. When I was looking for answers to this, I saw people answering that maybe the boys weren't there. I don't know where they get that from. It says here, Tana, <clears throat> that single guys would go there to show up. And the girls are talking to the guys. So clearly they're there. The ones who had good yichos, they would say, they would say, look at mishpachas. That was just the thing the girls with good yichos would say. What would the pretty ones say? They wouldn't say that. They would say, they would say, look at beauty. Because what's the point in marrying a woman if not to find a beautiful wife? What would the ones who had good family say? You should look at family. Because the whole point of finding a wife and getting married is to make good children. So basically they would promote the thing that they had. If they had good family, they'd promote their family and say, don't look at beauty. If they had beauty, they would promote their beauty and say, not look at family. What would the real ugly ones say? The ones who had nothing else going for them would say, you should marry L'Shem Shema. Married just for the sake of heaven. As long as he promised to put gold on them on us afterwards to make us pretty. That's the uh, that's the full Gemara with the Mishnah. That's the story. Okay. Um, in response to the question that some people asked yesterday, I did want to, I threw this in the chat, but just so it's also on the share. There's a Ritvan Bavavasra who gives an answer to how this was not a Tznias problem, a Yitzhahara problem. We have a bunch of young girls dancing in front of a bunch of young guys. This seems to be something that would be a problem for Yitzhaharas. The Ritvan Bavavasra here on 212a says the following: they went out in white garments. They would wear white for a reason. Why wear white? You ever wonder about that part of the story? Why are they putting on white clothes of all things? The answer is that this was supposed to signify that the Yitzhahar, the evil inclination, had left them and that they were completely free of sin. As it says in the Pasuk, at all times your garments should be white. And that is, of course, figurative for not having a Yitzhahar. And it says in the Medrash that this is why it's a good idea to wear white on Yom Kippur. So in fact, our kitlach on Yom Kippur come from the girls dancing in the fields. There's other answers to this. Some people say that the kittel is supposed to be a shroud um, to remind us of the day of death. But uh, one of the answers is that the girls would dance in white to show they were free of sin on Yom Kippur and on Tuba And so we also on Yom Kippur wear a white kittel. Why I didn't have to wear a kittel on uh, yesterday on Tuba. This is how the girls were able to say, Bachar, look at me, even though that's not Snias. Because at that point, they were not worried about the Yitzhahara. So obviously other answers exist, but I wanted to give you one that we discussed somewhat yesterday. Okay. The Rebbe uses this story in our letter, which is from the year Tav Shin and Gimel. It's on your screen now. The letter is Yud Yud Tav Ayin Dalit. And the Rebbe writes, Bracha U Shalom. He's writing to women. God should do everything that you need. Take care of all the desires of your heart for good. We're coming from a day. So the Rebbe is writing this the day after the 15th of Av. And he says, we're coming off of a day that according to Chazal is all about women, not about men. It's about women. Specifically when it comes to preparing for a family life. Hanagas Abayas and the way they're going to run their homes. Why does the Rebbe say this? Kasipar and Chachmeinim, but Mishnah, as the as the Chacham say in their Mishnah, 
How was Tu B'Av celebrated in ancient times? The Jewish women, the, the women of Israel, maybe of Yerushalayim, there's two Gersais, would go out and dance in the vineyards, and they would say, So what happened on Chamisha Sabah when you take the story out of it? There's sort of a sentence here, which is that the girls would go out in public, and what would they scream to everybody? A woman who fears God is what matters. So that's, that you're going to see that this is the way the Rebbe understands this entire story as a message for modern women, is that Tuba'av is a day when we remind women that it is their responsibility to walk out into the street, walk out into the vineyard, and tell everybody, the Yiras Hashem matters more than everybody else. Everything in the Torah, including Mishnayis and Gemara, has a Hira, a lesson for every single Jewish woman in every generation. This includes already married women and women who are mothers of children, not just single women who would be dancing in the vineyards. To work very hard on educating themselves and educating their daughters in a proper way. Since every Jewish girl fits the description of an akaras abayas, a foundation of the home, that is a merit and a responsibility unlike any other. But the root of that all is that a woman who fears Hashem, that is what is worth praising. Everything in the Torah has a practical lesson for us in our day-to-day lives. This idea of this, the, the fact that this occurred on Tubav means that Tubav is in a sinas for women to be isha yiras Hashem to be what these girls were saying is the most valuable thing in the entire world, a yiras Hashem, somebody who fears Hashem. Ve'ed v'gam iker, this is also, the Rebbe says, furthermore, and this is the main point, since it's a terror of kindness, move on. Gam ken shikol mashu dereshes v'chal achrayes shem amisa, kela amur nitin v'kedem l'zeh kech v'ez lehitzim v'amasima v'achrayes v'peyel milun m'teich simcha. Since everything the Torah asks is something that you're already capable of doing, every single Jewish woman already has the ability, the strength, the possibility, the kech to uh, to promote Isha Yiras Hashem to be a woman who fears Hashem, to teach that to their children, and to teach them to b- build their entire house on that principle. Nothing can stand before will. The Rebbe says that I hope to hear good news from you, including all the things that you talked about in your letter. Now, the Rebbe goes on this vein and a couple other letters that are specifically to women about this story in the Mishnah. So let's take a look at another one to build up a uh, build up a theory. We have this is in volume 22, page 308. It's on your screen. Just an excerpt. Don't worry. The Rebbe writes this letter on the 15th of Av. The Mishnah says it was one of the most special of the entire Jewish people. The women would go out to the vineyards. They would dance. They would say, a woman who fears God is the one who we should praise. Listen up, the daughters of Tzian, about the Melech Shlema, Shalom Shalei, the one of the king of the king Shlema, the king of peace. Think about him on the day of Matantera, on the day of the Binyan Beis Amigdash, Shibana Bimheir of Yemen. He's just quoting the Mishnah. The Rebbe says, I hope that everything gets fulfilled. I hope that everything gets fulfilled. And when all of this happens, the Jewish women, the Jewish girls, are going to get a first chalik in this, the first portion. This echoes, this last line is the one we need, this echoes or this emphasizes the incredible merit 
and the incredible ability of Jewish women and young girls, specifically Chabad women and young girls. He writes, Bifrat Lachdir, in order to instill the Yekah Torah, to instill the dearness of the Torah, the Yekah Mitzvah, and the dearness of Mitzvah, Bechal Makam Shiyadan Magast, every place that their hand reaches. And to make sure the above things are fulfilled. So the Rebbe is saying here is something that we kind of hinted to in the last letter, which is that the fact that girls were dancing and saying, and that there's an Indian of Matan and there's an Indian of Beis Amikdash, means that there's a specific shaykhus, a specific connection between Jewish women and bringing these things into reality. Yiras Hashem, Tera, and Beis Amikdash. The Rebbe is saying in this letter, now that we're standing on the 15th of Av, and in our case, the day after the 15th of Av, this is a time that we talked about yesterday, is the Nesinas Kayach, for people to have more asmada and terror. It's also a time of Nesinas Kayach for Jewish women to come into their own and to focus on spreading Yerashmaim, on spreading Torah, and on bringing the base of English. The Rebbe has one more letter, al and then we're going to shift to the Rebbe's message to men. Volume 26, page 437. Again, the Rebbe addresses women on this topic, and he says um, that when the Torah was first given by Nesinas Torah, when the Torah is first given, the first words of it are to base Yaakov, and only after that to B'nai Yisrael. So the Jewish women heard about the Torah first. Base Yaakov, T'chil V'achikach B'nai Yisrael. It's Pasuk and Chomesh. The Rebbe says many times women were at the top of our stories, basically. That's a summary of that sentence, is that throughout the generations and throughout our stories and throughout our history, women very frequently are the main characters. And the reason, especially when it comes to giving the terror, and the reason for that is, specifically regarding this month, which is the month of Menachem Av. We have a teaching from our Chazal in the Mishnah, that there were no, no, no greater days for the Jewish people than the 15th of Av. And what happened on that day, on that greatest day of the Jewish people? It wasn't a men's holiday. That greatest day of the Jewish people was when B'nai Yisrael of Yudishalayim, maybe, I yeah, just told you there were two gears. What did they say? They announced what the foundation of a family should be, what the foundation of a home should be. That's what they would do on the 15th of Av. That is that it should be based on Ter and Mitzvah and essentially on on the disregard for physical appearances and instead on the focus of that a woman who fears God is the one most worthy of praise. So the Rebbe is now recasting our story, uh, not differently than the other three letters, but I think when you put these three letters together, you really get a different story than what we read in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, it sounds like Jewish Valentine's Day, and the Rebbe is saying, you're reading it wrong. Saying here that we had a very special day, the most special day of all. There weren't any Yom Tevim Yisrael quite like Hamisha Sarba'av. It was very unique. And who were the main characters of this special holiday? The Jewish women. And what were they doing? They would go out into the fields and announce to everybody what their priorities were, and that their priorities were to build homes and to build lives that were based on Torah and mitzvahs, involved in spreading Torah and bringing Mashiach, and focused on Yiddish Shemaim. And that's what they would go tell everybody openly and spread. And they would say, anybody who wants to join me in this, come marry me. They would announce that I'm about to build a home based on Yiddish Shemaim. If you're interested in that, let's get married and build one together. So this is not really so much a holiday of Valentine's Day, it's much more a uh, it's much more a holiday of, uh, of of Jewish women announcing what they think what they what they know Jewish priorities are and seeking men who want to join them in that mission. <clears throat> now this is the way that Abba talks to women about this story. Uh, I found many many letters to this effect. I only brought you a couple, but they they all I mean I, I must have found fifteen letters that all more or less do that. I also have about fifteen letters that do what I'm about to show you, which is the way that the Rebbe always talks about this when he writes to men. 
there are at least 15 letters where the Rebbe uses this story and this Pasuk to tell men that they need to be careful who they choose for a Shidduch and that it should specifically be someone who fears Hashem and to not really worry about other things as much. Now, of course, the Rebbe is not saying that, you, that a man is supposed to marry someone that he finds unattractive or anything like that before you get all worried. However, whenever anybody writes to the Rebbe asking about what sort of Shidduch to be thinking about, the Rebbe always pushes that Yishe Yiras Hashem Tisala is the number one priority based on our Gemara, based on our Mishnah, which says these women would announce, yeah, beauty is a thing and yeah, family is a thing, but at the end of the day, the Maskan of the Mishnah is Isha Yiras Hashem Let's look at a couple of these. This is from volume 19, page 132 of Igris. You asked me about a Shidduch. You should know what Chazal already passed in. That a person who's seeking a Shidduch needs to be like someone seeking a lost object. And of course, has to be in a Tzniyastic way, according to Shulchan Aruch. Maybe not with women dancing in the streets. In our days, in general, when it comes to us, and when it comes specifically to somebody who's learned in a yeshiva, what should men do? They should do exactly what the women dancing in the fields on Tuba have told them to do. That is, don't pay so much attention to looks and focus instead on finding a woman who fears Hashem because that's what's most praiseworthy. This will help to have success in all in the Shaduchim, and this will make sure that uh, God will give success in both the essentials and the unessential parts of the relationship. Volume 19, page 286. We have a very similar letter. The Rebbe says, you wrote to me about a Shidduch, but you forgot the most important part. Let's look at what the Torah says about a Shidduch. What is the Iker? What's the most important thing to look for when you're trying to find somebody to marry? Where do you get that from? That's from our Mishnah. Is that the, we're, we're listening to the women who danced in the vineyards. So what the Rebbe told the women is, you should say what matters. And what he's telling the men is, you should listen to them. This means focusing on daily practice of Judaism. Says the way the whole house runs and the way the husband turns out is very much dependent on the behavior of the Akarasabais, the woman who's running the home. That is the woman, when it comes to these things, she sets the stage for how the men are going to act and whether there's going to be a house full of Terra Mitzvahs. The stage is really set by the women. This is something that I was writing to men. This is actually something we saw in a different letter, so I'm not going to read it right now. Remember our class on this, where people were people wrote to the Rebbe saying they were hoping to uh, marry women in order to make them from? The Rebbe never liked that. So in this letter, too, at the end of the letter, he says, she has to already be a Yerushimayim. You can't build her up. You find a Yerushimayim and, and marry one now. This letter is similar, but it has such a fun note in it that I could not show it to you. It's our last one for today before we break and talk a little bit. Volume 19, page, 19, page, page 391. This is a person who's becoming more from, and the Rebbe is very happy about it. He just has a problem. They read a shidduch to him, and they read a shidduch that is a Sephardi girl, and he's an Ashkenazi, and his parents are not happy about it. So if you look at this, so he says, my parents aren't happy. I became from, they read me a shidduch, and the shidduch they read out for me is a Moroccan girl, a Sephardi, and my parents aren't happy about it. I want to know what the Rebbe thinks about this. The Rebbe writes, Excuse me, I read that wrong. Based on what you wrote, based on what you wrote, this girl that they're, that they're suggesting to you that's a Moroccan Jew, she's a Yeres Hashem, she fears Hashem. She acts properly like a Jewish woman, and every single Jewish woman is a daughter of Sarah Rivka, Rachel and Leah. 
we've already said about this, that the most important thing in a Shadduch is finding a woman who fears God, and you found one. So continue to look into the Shadduch. It should be in a good time and with success. But ever says it is understood and it is simple that there is no room at all anymore for there to be divisions between Ashkenazim and Sephardim. And especially in the most recent years, there have been a lot of Shadduchim between Ashkenazim and Sephardim in recent years. And they built their homes on the foundations of Tereva and Mitzvah, happy marriages and physicality and spirituality. That ever says there's absolutely no room at all for somebody to be concerned about Ashkenazim and Sephardim marrying each other. Certainly nowadays where we've seen these marriages work out very well. But of course, the theme of the letter for our purposes is once again, somebody saying, look, I have a concern about the Shidduch. And the Rebbe is saying, my main question is, is she a Yiddish Shemayim? And if she is, then most of the answer is already there. What you're looking for is an Yishi Yiddish Hashem. So to sum up everything that we learned, the Rebbe has two unique lessons from the classic story of women dancing in the fields, trying to convince men to marry them uh, due to their fear of heaven and nothing else. And if we had to put it into just one word, it's that the women who were singing, or singing, I don't, it never says singing, you know, it says that they said, they said, they said, Oymris, right? Oymris, they weren't singing. In a way, I just imagine dancing comes with singing, but they didn't. They said, Oymris. So these women in the fields were saying, what were they saying? The women were saying correctly. They were saying the right thing. And uh, modern women need to say those same things. They need to be shouting that same lesson out to everybody and teaching the world that Yiras Hashem is what matters the most. Fear of God matters more than everything else. And modern men need to listen to those women who are shouting that fear of heaven is what matters most and marry accordingly. So women are being told to use this story from Tubab to remind them that it's their job to tell everyone and to promote Yiras Hashem and Terah and Mashiach. And men are told to use this story to recognize that that is what is most valuable in a woman. That what, what is most valuable in a woman is someone who embodies these values of fear of heaven and Terah and bringing Mashiach, specifically when seeking a Shidduch, but also even when we're already married. This is what, uh, as, as it says at the end of the Gemara, <clears throat> when in the Gemara it says, uh, Ain Isha Ella, right? Ain Isha El Labanim, Ain Isha El Yefi. The Maskana, according to the Rebbe, out of this mission, it really is Ain Isha El Yerushamayim. That the whole point of a woman is to spread Yerushamayim in the world, and that women need to do it, and men need to pay attention.